Buenos Dias from Diamond Springs. This is the Rorschach Venezuela update from Thursday, 13th of January, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Venezuela. On Sunday, the 9th of January, the Barinas state government elections were held for the second time. Sergio Garrido, the representative of the opposition, secured more than 55% of votes, defeating Jorge Areaza, candidate of Chavismo. This result grants the victory for the first time to an opposition candidate in 23 years. Barinas, Hugo Chavez's birthplace, had been governed by Chavismo since 1998. After the victory in Barinas, the political movement Mover, led by Chavista dissident Nikmar Evans, called on Venezuelan citizens to mobilize to demand the initiation of the political recall against the government of Nicolas Maduro. With this legal instrument contemplated in the Constitution, it would not be necessary to wait for Maduro's mandate to reach the end of his term. He could be removed from office this year. Also, over the weekend, the Mexican government announced that as of Monday, the 21st of January, all Venezuelans entering the country as tourists will be required to have a visa. This decision is due to the increase in the migratory flow that has caused a large number of Venezuelans to enter Mexico as tourists and carry out activities that are not allowed under their status, such as work or commerce. They have also taken advantage of their tourist condition in Mexico to enter the United States legally. Speaking of migration, the government of the Netherlands announced that it will withdraw the funds it sends to Curachao to help Venezuelan migrants. This announcement is due to the recent reports from humanitarian organizations such as Amnesty International evidencing that the money sent by the Netherlands was not used to improve the quality of life of the migrants. Instead, they are used only to enhance their capacity for detaining and expelling Venezuelans. You might remember that last week, we mentioned that the 2015 National Assembly ratified Juan Guaido, National Assembly ratified Juan Guaido as interim president. Of course, this decision did not sit well with everyone. The leader of the United Socialist Party of Venezuela, Diosdado Cabello, showed in his TV program, Juan El Mazo Dando, a series of posters where the words thief and wanted were written with images of more than 20 members of the opposition, such as Juan Guaido, Miguel Pizarro, and Freddy Guevara. Diosdado Cabello assured that they will be brought to justice for stealing the country's foreign assets before carnival. More updates on politics. The trial of Alex Saab, the alleged frontman for Nicolas Maduro, was postponed again, this time for the 16th of February. This new postponement is due to the explosion of COVID-19 cases in Florida. According to the judge, if the hearing were to be held in January, Saab would have to be quarantined for 14 days, and this would interfere with the meetings with his lawyer while violating his rights. Meanwhile, in Spain, the Audencia Nacional denied Hugo Carvajal's request for his release because there is a risk that he may flee Spain. The Audencia Nacional also criticized the fact that his extradition to the United States has not taken place. 
as a delaying tactic, Carvajal has requested asylum in Spain several times. Also, the Audencia Nacional is worried that as time goes by, the risk of Carvajal's escape increases. In order not to be extradited on Monday, the 11th of January, Carvajal declared that 17 members of the Basque nationalist terrorist group Escarita Ascatasuna, better known as ETA, and perpetrators of several terrorist attacks are in Venezuela, protected by a pact made between Venezuelan authorities and former Spanish President Felipe González. After several weeks of silence, Anthony Blinken, U.S. Secretary of State, finally managed to communicate on Monday the 10th with the six former executives of the Citgo company who were unjustly imprisoned in Venezuela. Blinken assured that he listened to both the detainees and their families and assured that the United States is working firmly towards the release of the U.S. citizens. And now let's move on to the economic field. The national oil company PDVSA will begin exporting diluted crude oil this week after more than nine months of not doing so. A super tanker from Panama will be in charge of taking almost 2 million barrels of oil to Malaysia. Although it is not known if this will be the final destination, as Malaysia is usually an intermediate point to take oil to China. The Central Bank of Venezuela announced on Saturday the 8th that the country has officially cut back the hyperinflation tendency of the last three years, since in the last few months the inflation rate has been less than 50%. According to the report of the Central Bank of Venezuela, December was the fourth consecutive month with an inflation below 10%. The central bank has contributed around $500 million per month to the economy to prevent inflation from continuing to grow. This has also prevented the re-establishment of credit options for both individuals and companies through the banks since the risks are too high for the lenders. With the annual inflation figures, Venezuela remains the country with the highest inflation in the world as the figure for 2021 is over 600%. The Venezuelan Inflation Observatory, an independent entity, assured that hyperinflation has not ended yet. According to the observatory, it is likely that the country will curb this tendency in February. Also within the country, the new registry and notary law began to circulate. With the recent amendments, the use of tax units for the calculation of fees of registries and notaries is obsolete. Now, their costs will be calculated in petros, a token created by the government and whose value is anchored to the price of oil. As of 2022, the procedures that used to have a minimum cost, since the figures were not updated since 2014, will be very expensive for Venezuelans. An example of this is the registration of scientific and academic documents. Previously, it had a cost of less than five cents, and now, will cost around $10. And to close this edition, the Venezuelan Episcopal Conference has announced that the first assembly of exorcists will be held in the country between February 15th and 18th of this year. Roni Garcia, a representative of the International Association of Exorcists in Venezuela, announced that the purpose of the assembly is to create a directory of exorcists, priests, auxiliaries, and those in charge of the Ministry of Consolation and Liberation. 
the Assembly will also present the statutes of the College of Exorcists and the election of its Board of Directors, an institute that is currently being created. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Want to tell us how much you love these updates? No? What about how much you hate us? Either way, you can let us know by emailing us at Venezuela at Rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram at Rorschach Venezuela and Twitter at Rorschach B. Hasta la próxima! Thank you.